Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. This episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, Source Code Meditation, an online education and meditation practice for awakening your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. Go to the show notes for the link to sign up for an enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. Today's episode is called Inner Voice of Wisdom with Darcy Beyer. I am love, I am love, I am love. I am so very, very love indeed, is the mantra that Darcy Beyer loves to say and loves to teach. She cares so much about humanity and this love of life. The interconnectedness of us all is what shines her light to the truest form. After discovering she had an autoimmune condition called multiple sclerosis, her mom realized other alternatives to health and so began a journey to heal the mind, the body, and the spirit. And so today, Darcy is with us disease-free. She is a mom to two wonderful boys and a wife to the most incredibly radiant man she knows. She started Oriental Medicine School and recently started a nonprofit called Right Here, Right Now to help build momentum to help those in need after a natural disaster. She is also a co-author in three books, Strengthen Your Wings, Emerge, and The Call to Soar, all available on Amazon. Welcome to the show, Darcy. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. I know. It's great to be here with you, too. We were introduced through a mutual um, acquaintance, Ruth, and I'm so grateful for that connection because we got to have this awesome conversation, and we just found that we have so much in common you know, about healing journey and intuition and, and all of that. And so I wanted you to be on the show to share your experiences and your inner wisdom because you have some just amazing stories and things to share. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm and, and it, it was funny. Like when my friend Ruth, um, reached out to me to, to meet you, um, Every time she asks me to meet someone, it's always perfect. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like this, like it's just like a divine speed, and you know. And so when we when we met for the first time last week, I just um, yeah, it was a brilliant conversation. So I'm really grateful to have another one with you. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for being yeah. here. So why don't you start a little bit of sharing some of your personal story and how you became interested and on this healing path to start with. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I had somebody ask me the other day. She said, you know, because I was sharing with her, you know, I used to be, um, um, you know, I used to have an autoimmune disease. I used to have MS. We were talking about health and wellness and food. And she's a, in nutrition school right now. And she said, you know, well, in a nutshell, could you just tell me, you know, how you healed? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, in a nutshell. In a nutshell? Right. <laughs> like in a nutshell? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I could write 300 pages about it, I guess. But <laughs> in a nutshell, um, let's see. So when I, when I was first diagnosed with, with MS, I was kind of, you know, the stage in life was a little, 
it was good, but it was turbulent. You know, I feel like my, my interaction of the day to day was just to continue pushing through, you know, I had a, a tough job and, um, you know, where my, my, my heart just kind of, my stomach just kind of sunk every time I pulled up into the parking lot of the job, but I continued pushing through mm-hmm, yeah. and, uh, you know, was doing a lot of other activity that, um, I don't know. I, I did, I, I did a lot of travel lines and not, not that there's anything wrong with that, or that's going to cause you to become, <laughs> um, ill, it, but I, feel as though my body wasn't necessarily wanting to go there, but I was still pushing it through. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, long story short, you know, after some numbness, some fatigue, some weakness, some, um, you know, other, other indications, you know, I, 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 uh, I, uh, got an MS diagnosis and, um, I followed suit with the regular, you know, path that my neurologist recommended. And, um, and I was, I was fine with that because I was fine. Mm, (laughs) I'm fine. I'm going to just follow suit. I'm going to keep pushing through and follow suit. And, and that's that. Right. So, but then one day my mom comes up to me and she's like, you know, I know you don't want me to talk about you. I know you don't want me to talk about this condition or your disease. But I did, and <laughs> I talked to a woman about it, and she um, she shared with me this, this this hope, you know, and the hope was that there was a doctor in Guatemala who uh, who cures cancer, and he also helps heal and restore the condition of autoimmune uh, disease patients. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after listening to her, I kind of thought, well, there could be something, you know, there. But at the same time, I'm kind of on a, I'm on a roll. You know, I've got, I've got a game plan and it's going great, even though, yeah, I, you know, the medication they give me, it, it makes me feel like I have the flu every week, but mm-hmm. I'm on a game plan, right? I'm on a plan. <laughs> so, you know, that's my mind, my head. It's hard sometimes. So, yes. um, but <laughs> anyway. You with me also, you ran triathlons, correct? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I mean, that's part of my story was kind of slowing down and listening to my body instead of the constant go, go, go more is better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot of, gosh, it is a lot of go with that work, you know? Yeah. My, yeah. There's some, some, there's some radiance in there. I, I, I know that I promise you that, but at the same time, I feel like my, I over, I over, I over, I overdid it. I feel, um, so long story short, in a nutshell, what, what do we do? So we, so I, I ultimately did end up going to Guatemala and this is right after I got married to Andrew mm. and all of this was happening in the midst of like getting married and a wedding and, you know, and, I'm, and I, and I, 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 I for sure knew I had a condition, you know, like in the midst of getting married and I, and it was like, how do you share that with your parents and how do you share that with your family and how do you share that with the world? It was really, really tough deal because you're, mm-hmm. you're in a, you're in a, a beautiful time of, of grace, right. you know, in this beautiful sacrament and this love of life, but also this other turbulence is happening at the same time. Like what's going on, you know? So, yeah. um, so ultimately I did end up going to Guatemala to visit this doctor for four months and he, 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 
you know, he had a couple of things. So one was, you know, he had a, a diet regimen and I didn't recognize diet had anything to do with disease um, mm. or, you know, I don't know, my awareness of the body wasn't that. I was more like, well, I'm going to eat so I can feel thin perhaps, but I, you know, or I, you know, you eat just because of a, not a love for the food. I ate for like, mm. just considering um, the implications of perhaps, you know, what the nineties told me. Yeah. Hey, could they still have snack wells? Because yeah, that was, that was just in my life for a long time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so part, of, <laughs> so part of what he shared was, um, you know, one was no dairy for you, you know? And I was like, no dairy. I'm eating frozen yogurt every day, you know, and I love it. And, mm. and, uh, but I, I recognize perhaps that might've been part of my condition. So, um, because every time I ate the, the frozen yogurt, I would kind of go into like this little mental high, it was, but I thought, you know, maybe that's a good thing, but it's mm. not, it wasn't <laughs> not yeah. that kind of, not that kind of mental state, you know, not, not a fog. Right. So, and then he also, um, uh, basically I would show up to his clinic along with a, quite a few other patients and we would put our name on a list and, um, he would spoon feed you his concoction. It was all natural, it was a natural, um, herbal, uh, modality that he himself grew and came acquainted with to, to heal. Mm. Um, and, uh, very holistic, you know, and, but so that, that brought me on to an understanding of perhaps there's another way to heal this body, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I had talked to another woman who had gone down and she had MS and, and so she, uh, she had gone down and, and her life transformed. Oh, and wow. so, yeah. And so, um, I was hoping to have the same thing done to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, yeah, a few weeks in, you know, I recognized some differences in my, in my disposition. Um, and, you know, and, and I don't know if that was just the medication he was giving me, or perhaps it was part of the soul searching journey that I was on at the time. You know, I, I, I disconnected from the TV. Um, mm -hmm. I did a lot of reading. I quieted my spirit and my mind and, um, all encompassing is with, with, was with this this routine I did <clears throat> and, and also seeing him, you know, Monday through Thursday. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, yeah. So I, I'd say probably a few, a few weeks in, I recognized like, you know, if I would be walking cause I, I stayed in Antigua, which is a really beautiful, beautiful little town in Guatemala, right outside Guatemala city. And it was eight, it's eight blocks by eight blocks of cobblestone. And so if you're, if you're not well, you know, and, and you're, in, in your, in your disposition, your disposition is generally one to be kind of, uh, dizzy mm. or brain fog, you know, walking down cobblestone isn't necessarily the easiest thing to do. Yeah. And it's kind of cumbersome. And then it starts like depleting the spirit because it's been it's like, oh, so annoying. I have to walk down this cobblestone, you know? So it's like seeing the beauty around me wasn't that. It was more like the annoyance of this cobblestone, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, but you know, week after week I'd go see him and, and then eventually I recognized one day it's like I was walking to, uh, to a school. Uh, I started taking Spanish classes 
immersion classes there. Um, and I realized, whoa, I'm walking and I'm not dizzy and I'm not full of brain fog and mm. I'm clear and I'm light and I feel good. And there's something different. There's something radiant about this oh, wow. and, uh, something shifting. Right. Yeah. And I realized that there is a possibility to shift like right then and there. And this yeah. is something, there's something to this. And, um, and it happened again, like when I, I had, um, you know, uh, Antigua is surrounded by these beautiful volcanoes. And I went up to, um, one of the first weeks I was there, I went to climb a volcano. And the first, the first time I, I got up to the top and like, I couldn't walk solo because I felt like I was going to fall, mm. you know? And I had, there was a whole tour group around, like with us and all ages, you know, and I'm here 20, how old was I? 20, 29 you know, needing the, the the guide's hand and a walking stick. I just felt like, uh, you know, what is, what is going on? Oh. And, um, yeah, but so, so then a few weeks later, my sister comes into town to, 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 to visit with me. It was, it was really, it was really great, you know, to have her there. And, um, and so we, we climbed the volcano again. And so, but this time something happened like a transformation. I recognized, you know, we're up, we climb the volcano, we get up to the top, all is well, you know, there's uh, no dizziness. And then it starts pouring down rain and we run down the volcano, get into the shuttle. And I realize, like, I didn't get dizzy one time. I didn't mm-hmm. get a walking stick. And I, you know, I, I realized like my heart is in this journey. And so something's happening, something's shifting. Yeah. So it was just little, little experiences like that where you take note that, you know, I think everything's going to be okay, you know? And, um, then I took that to heart. And, and so I was really adamant about what this doctor told me to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with his diet regimen and, and, uh, and I was sincerely just, you know, doing anything and everything to kind of restore this, this health condition. And so, wow. um, yeah. And so by the time I got back to my hometown of Dallas at the time, um, you know, I felt, well, I'm, I'm away from him, which is, is a little turbulent in me. But at the same time, I know that I, I finished the protocol, which was at the time four months. And I'm back and kind of have a new lease, you know, mm-hmm. and, and realize that it's, it's going to be okay, you know, and, um, so a year later, well, a little less than a year, yeah, a year later, um, I, you know, have James, who's our, our, our oldest. He's now eight years old. Okay. And um, pretty soon after that, you know, I, I, I just continued to feel like this awareness of how I was, all right, body, like how is my body feeling? And so I knew after eating certain things, like the, like the dairy at the time, you know, I knew that my body would kind of go into uh, an aggravated state. Um, sometimes it would be like a brain fog, but sometimes it would just be like checking out, you know, I'd be like at, at dinner and, and not necessarily want to finish the conversation, mm-hmm. right? I kind of just sort of check out. And, and it's because what was going on within you know, was, was percolating on the outside. Right. Yeah. In, in, in character and in resemblance to the, to the persona. Right. And, and, and so what I realized, 
and I didn't mean to eat dairy. He told me not to, and, but sometimes it would just kind of, you know, glimpse its way into a meal. And sometimes then eventually it would be other things. And I just became to be, be very in tune with what made me feel good and what made me feel not so good. And mm-hmm. so I would just go with that inner voice of guidance and that wisdom and that feeling. It's all about feeling what feels good. Yeah. You know, what is feeling not good and what makes me, um, what makes me, uh, feel, uh, spiritually whole and nice and kind yeah. <laughs> versus what makes me feel on edge and not at ease, you know? And so how do you continue the path of feeling nice and kind and whole and spiritually well, uh, versus on edge, you know, mm-hmm. and, and where is that in terms of dis-ease and where is that in terms of wholeness and where is that in terms of healing? Where am I, you know? Right. And that was a continuous state of, of mind for a while. Where am I in this? You know, because, um, is it gone? Is this disease gone or is it something I'm still working through? And so, um, anyway, so soon after having James, I realized, you know, there's something to this turbulence that I'll feel, uh, going out to, at the time I had an office equipment company and I was actually working out of my house. And so certain days I would go out of my house and I would, I go sell, you know, or I go on an appointment or on a call. But on those days, so living in Dallas, Texas, a beautiful, beautiful city with beautiful people, we, mm-hmm. <laughs> we wear our makeup. We wear makeup, Rachel. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> and so <laughs> I'd put on makeup and I'd go out. And then all of a sudden, it's like, a, I, like I knew I didn't have dairy. I knew I didn't eat anything that would have been, you know, an allergen or an intolerance to me. But I didn't feel aligned. Uh-huh. And so, um, so... Uh, I would come home and I would wash my face, just throw on my regular clothes. And then it was like a spark of light ignited and I had all my energy back. Hmm. And so I thought, wow, what is it? And then week after week, I try to figure it out and I realize it, it's my makeup. It's like every time I wash this stuff off, yeah. I'm clear. But if I'm wearing it, I am a dingbat. You know, I can't remember your name or oh. I, I'm just like not with it. So it's sensing that, you know, intrinsic understanding that it, there's something more to it than just something that we call an autoimmune condition, right? So there are yeah. triggers. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like detecting, well, what are the triggers of, of my life that are not bringing me to fulfillment, right? What are the triggers of my life that are not bringing me wholeness and ease and continuous feeling of this divine spirit and this divine love? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I worked on this for a while and then eventually my friend, um, John, uh, he, he recommended that I go see a chiropractor who does this, this, uh, modality called Nate or N-A-E-T. So it's Nambudrapod, Dr. Devi Nambudrapod, uh, allergy elimination treatment. Mm-hmm. And so at first I was like, what do you, no, I'm, I'm okay. I know I avoid a lot of things that I'm good at avoiding. Them, so it's okay. I don't really need to see anybody. And she, he's like, but she can muscle response. She does a thing called, you know, it's kinesiology. She does a thing called muscle response testing. So it's like, if you're not sure if you're allergic to something, then she can tell you what you are allergic to and you can stay away from it. Or she could also just 
heal the allergy itself. I know it sounds crazy. You know, I'm like, yeah, it does sound crazy, but, oh, <laughs> but I have this, but I have this makeup problem and I don't know exactly which makeup it is that I'm wearing. <laughs> that oh, is yeah. driving me crazy. So yeah, I went to this woman. And so she did this kinesiology test on me and we had put the makeup in a good pile and then a not so good pile, meaning I was weak, weak okay. on it. And uh, I don't know if this is going too long, but this is all part of the nutshell, oh, I guess. Perfect. Yeah, I want you to share okay. this though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In a nutshell. Okay. So You don't so, need to nutshell uh, anything, just share. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so, and I don't, I, I think you're probably privy to what, this kinesiology muscle response testing is, but for others, for others, others who aren't. So basically, you know, we all have a, we all have a muscle response test of let's say strong or weak, you know, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you, if I put, if I, if, if, if this practitioner, this beautiful practitioner is, is testing me, what I'm going to do in this, in this, in this modality is I'm going to raise my hand and, you know, make it, make my arm as strong as possible. So like, I don't want her to push down on it at all. It means I'm, I'm strong. Right. And so everything's good, but sometimes then you can put, uh, something in your other hand, like a vial, um, of, well, what the body feels is turbulent. So at the time it would be like my makeup, a certain type of makeup. So she put that makeup in my hand you'll say an eyeshadow. <laughs> and then all of a sudden my arm, like as she's trying to pull down on it, it goes so weak, like a noodle. Mm-hmm. So, so you can, you can sense, you know, like what happened to the body just then when, when you started holding that eyeshadow in your, in your other hand, it went really weak. So it, there's like a, so it, it's like, there's like this energetic aversion to maybe something you're wearing, something you're holding, something you're eating, mm-hmm. some a toxin in your environment, you know? And so you can muscle response test like that and, and basically get your answer as far as what, what perhaps could be your trigger. And I so love that. Um, I love that the body is so wise and can tell us like that. Our body is like a miracle. Yeah. yeah. And it is so wise and, and, and when you, when you hone into it, 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 it speaks, you know, mm-hmm. and it shares and it, it shares sentiments that, you know, are, are kind and loving and it will help you understand how to, how to nourish it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Would you share, you talked about um, how you found out that the potato and cheese combination was not uh, agreeing with you. You, you use the word as of like feeling unnerved after you had hmm. it. Would you share that story? Because yeah. I find that so fascinating. Yeah. So this kind of dives into, well, is it just the physical essence of, of, of the, you know, object, right? Or is there something deeper in, in, in what your allergen is or what your intolerance is? Mm-hmm. Deeper as in like a, an energetic, like a, an emotional depth. So, so yeah, so I, I ultimately I, I went to um, a, a practitioner who is an Oriental medicine practitioner. Her name is Jessie Lynn. She's in Dallas. She's like brilliant. I mean, just brilliant and so kind, so intuitive, just a blessing. And so we would, I would go see her once a week, and we would do work as far as finding um, my triggers and then healing them. You know, so 
there's, there's healing in this too. It's not just because, oh, now I have a trigger and I don't know what it is. Now I know that what it is, I, now I have to avoid it forever. Like, no, there's a way to actually heal the, the intolerance and, you know, the energetic state of which, which is intolerant to this other energetic state. If you, if you think about it, you know, in terms of, well, we're all energy, right? And mm-hmm. what, is there an, perhaps an energy combustion going on where one energy isn't really necessarily vibing the other energy? Well, yeah, we can do that. So how can we clear that state of confusion and just allow the energy and the understanding and the release to know that all is well, all yeah. is well, right? Right. Yeah. So, so one, so, so our, so our, our visits would go like this. I would, I would share with Jesse. I would say, Jesse, this is what happened this week. You know, I'm feeling so good. And then, and then this is what happened. So, so I told her, I told her one time, I said, I have a, I have a, an incident. I, you know, we went to a, um, a taco, a taco place and, um, a meeting. I'm feeling really good. All is well. And then I like, I don't know, I take a bite out of my husband's plate and, you know, he had a different plate than I had ordered it. It was cheese, it was potatoes, it was, um, all I remember now is the cheese and potatoes, but (laughs) so, 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 so. but then what happened was I, I ate it and then, oh my gosh, I just wanted out of there. I wanted to check out. I wanted to leave. I wanted to say goodbye. I'm ready to go home, you know, and I just kind of felt on edge. And so what was that? And so she, she did muscle response testing on my arm, you know, and was it, was it the <clears throat> was it the tortilla? No. Was it the corn? No. Was it you know the was it a combination? Yes. What was part of the combination? It was yeah. And, and we 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 dive in and we we get to the bottom of it. And basically, mm-hmm. it's a combination of the cheese and potato. <clears throat> and so, is it just physical? No. Is it emotional? Yes. So, what is the emotion that goes behind cheese and potato? And I'm like, I don't know. Cheese and potato. Why does why don't I have yes. an emotion with cheese and potato? You know, this sounds so crazy. Um, but she does more muscle response testing. Is it something that happened to you between the ages of one and five? No. Is it between the age of five and ten? No. Is it between the age of eleven and fifteen? Yes. Okay. So something happened to me between the ages of eleven and fifteen. What happened? And so we kind of narrowed down on the actual age. And so, so she, I was like, you know, I didn't even eat cheese and potato. I don't know why I would have an emotional intolerance to this. So I guess the only time I really would eat cheese and potato is like maybe during holidays, you know, cause my mom would make like a, this thing. And, and so we checked in the holidays. Was it Easter? No. Was it, was it Christmas? No. Was it Thanksgiving? Yes. All right. Thanksgiving. She goes, what happened? To, what happened Thanksgiving? You know, when you were, I think it was 11. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it dawned on me. It it totally brought me back. You know, I was like, well, Thanksgiving that night, a man broke into our house and, and almost killed my mom. And we were all home and, uh, and, and yeah. And so that sat with me and then the, the reminder of what happened that night. And, you know, my mom is a rock star, by the way. So she's, you know, she's a fighter. Wow. And she's she um so this man comes in our house and you know tries to put a blanket over her head and she's screaming and yelling and kicking and shoving and you know screams so loud that I think he's like get me out of here mm-hmm. <laughs> and he and he yells and he and he he runs out of the house 
Wow. You know, um, yeah. So she is fine. All is well, you know, but it was a really scary incident. It was a trauma and it stuck with me and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and it brought back the awareness of perhaps something that I ate could be also in sync with that trauma. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's, it's aligning that energy with the trauma. And this is so amazing information we, for us, you know, because we don't look at our lives or our experiences or food or, you know, all of that in, in such a, this is really profound. I find it. I feel, yeah, I feel like the connection is so, wow, uh, it's so love, but it, it it's so there mm-hmm. and it's, and it's, um, and it's, it's in generation, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this weave is, is, um, it's a, it's, it's weaving its way through. So how do we, how do we hold it harmless and how do we forgive it and how do we let it go? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so part of this process and part of that, that protocol is also releasing it. So we do, we do like an emotional release treatment, you know, to help release that, aggravation or that trauma or that torment of that time. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we, we, you know, we, we also release with, with the actual, um, you know, subjects and vials of cheese and potato and, you know, how it's all intertwined and then the emotional aspect of it. And we say goodbye. Mm-hmm. So what, so what happens, you know, the next time we perhaps even think about that event, does so much turmoil come up? from, from the belly, from, you know, that, that area? No, because it's clear. Mm-hmm. Is it forgiven? I forgive it. You know, is it, um, does the turbulence come up when I eat the cheese and potato? No. Am I well? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love All that. Is well. Yeah. I think that's so yeah. important because um, not people, not many people are taking that approach with with the body. And I, I had a conversation with someone else who shared how her gluten um, sensitivity went away after she had healed her grief from her father's death. And um, you know, that's not the message we're getting from our food. You know, like I just feel food in general is not innately harmful, but we have um, experiences around it. That, yeah, and there's a sentiment of, you know, and this is also, I don't remember who I taught, well, perhaps Jesse taught me that, you know, if you're, actually, I think this is a deliberate teaching of, of Dr. Nambudrapad, the, the NAT, you know, um, and what does investigator, the founder. For? Can you um, tell us? Uh, yeah, and as in Nambudrapad, so Dr. Debbie Nambudrapad in an allergy elimination treatment. Okay. AET. Like we, it, it's really, and it's all, this is actually simply aligned too with my yoga teaching that I just, I just finished a yoga teacher training not too long ago. And we learned part of the precept of, of, of this learning was how to take in a meal. And we, you know, we sit in grace and we sit without emotional distraction and we sit without even visual distraction or audio distraction. You sit in quiet, Mm. you know, and you sit and you, and you, um, 
thank God for the food. Yeah. And, and you, um, are eating it with love mm-hmm. and not eating it like, you know, five pounds of food on your plate. Yeah. <laughs> love. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, eating so much- it because your body's wanting it and it's savory and it's good and it feels good and it, and it's, it's sound, mm-hmm. you know, and it's I energy. think where I was, you know, yeah, to it see is it energy. as energy, our body needs fuel and we right. don't have to like view our food in shame. Like I'm bad or in guilt or in fear. But to trust. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you, you enjoy, it's like a joy um, and understanding from where it came and a love of that and a gratitude for that. And and, uh, you know, where I was for so long was also just understanding, oh, my gosh, the number of, of aversions I had and from where they came, mm-hmm. you know, and realizing that just because an aversion is here today, oh, gosh, maybe it's my genes, you know, maybe it's just my genes and that's just who I am. That's not true, Right. right. Just because you have an aversion today, it doesn't mean that that is yours for life and yours to hold on to forever. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can let go and we can release a lot of things that allow clearance for our mind to be at ease and our body to be at ease. Yeah. And the spirit to be just in love with life, right? So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That, so you, <laughs> this is such truth. <laughs> <laughs> I love connecting with you. So I you a little bit about, um, you know, the, the inner voice of wisdom. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, was there a certain time or an experience or something where you kind of shifted and were really able to start listening to your own inner voice? Yeah, you know, I think that um, it's, it's a practice, right? And I think people can get there with, meditation and prayer, you know, in that divine mm-hmm. trust, um, where it was for me, I, I felt, uh, called to, you know, I knew this understanding of healing was possible and I had just been through it. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it, and it wasn't overnight necessarily, but I knew that there was hope. I knew that there was possibility in a world where it, a lot, a lot of, you know, remorse says, no, it's not. And that's just, that's just my life right? Or this is just life. Damn it, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> or no, 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 no. My darn body. <laughs> oh, this is my, yeah, this is, this is my body, damn body, right? So, um, so I knew, I knew that wasn't necessarily true. And I knew that there was, there was other, other ways that people could heal. And, you know, and at the same time I was, I was, I was working and I was trying to, you know, find, um, I was trying to find grace in this too, but I had an office equipment company and I, and I knew I, I, de- I definitely couldn't let it go at the time. It was still kind of in growth mode, but at the same time, my heart just so wanted to like learn more about holistic healing and, and wellness and then serve in that way. Mm-hmm. And also just this understanding of the, the greatest of good and how we can, how we can, how can we, we can be this light, you know? Right. So our dear friend, Ruth, do you remember 
yeah. right? The one who <laughs> said, oh, you should contact Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> so was it four years ago? Four years ago, she shared with me, she said, you should contact Cassandra Washington, who's just, I just feel like you should connect with her. And so I, so I did. And Cassandra, she, she, um, she's just a beautiful soul. She's a good friend and she, um, does true purpose coaching. Mm-hmm. So true purpose, you know, finding our truest self, finding that inner voice of wisdom, finding that divine sentiment of, you know, God in, in, in hearing that and mm-hmm. feeling that versus, you know, all the other cumbersome natures around us and sometimes within. So how do we hear, uh, how do we have that direct connection to, to God and to our source and how do we hear it clearly and brilliantly mm-hmm. and that, and, and, and how do you find your truest purpose in that? Right. right. Through him and through, through God and through that conversation versus um, the mind, the small mind, you know, yeah. you could say the small mind. So, so I started working with her and literally, I think like literally four years ago yesterday, because I remember it was Easter, Easter, um, uh, 2014. I, I, I truly had like my very first vivid relay conversation through mother Mary. Mm. And, and, uh, and I felt this grace. I felt this kindness. I felt this compassion, this warmth and this understanding that we're never alone. And that, um, you know, the sentiment was always, all is so well, all will be well. I have no worry, have no doubt. Yeah. And allow that to be the guidance, you know, the, allow that, that knowingness to be the guidance, no matter what situation you're on, you, mm-hmm. you are, you are in, in life, um, that all is well and you are loved and you are love. So, um, yeah. And so since then, you know, finding that honing in, I'll say honing in on that, um, on that intuitive nature, which I know is a design of us all within us all mm-hmm. and through us all, um, we can, we can sense the spirit of, of that, of that faith and then what to do next. Right. right. So where should I put my feet next and what should I, which, what should I, what, what should be my next move? And, and, and my, my, my want is to continually, um, uh, continually, you know, hone in on that and also experience it and share, you know, perhaps a, a way for other people to, to hone in on it as well. Right. But yeah. So it's such a lighter way to live when you can trust life so much. And, yeah. and all we have to know is yep. that next step. Cause I used to let the whole big picture overwhelm me and to just mm-hmm. live in the moment. And what's the next best thing for me to do, whether that's brush my teeth or sit and read with my children or, you know, or jump in my yeah. computer and do something, you know, work related, but, um, like the moment is, to moment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And hearing like, okay, <laughs> like for example, so I'm trying to finish this. I really want to finish this email, you know, like it's, 1055 and I know our calls at 11 but I really wanted to send it out <laughs> because it's just I want it off my plate and I know it's okay you know 
but it was, but the, the sentiment that was shared with me was not yet. Yeah. There's still more focus in on this now, you know, yeah. we'll focus in on this, you know, focus in on that. So, um, which was brilliant. I'm so grateful because yeah. that's, that's truly the gift I, I needed to hear and receive and, and be. Yeah. yeah. And it's so just not even about our agenda. <laughs> it, oh, I know. It's like a bigger plan <laughs> that we can um, allow and receive. Yeah. yeah. So I liked something you had shared with me about how you started your nonprofit and you're going to school for oriental medicine and you get this message. Would you mind, you know, speaking a little to your nonprofit and how that has come to be? Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So the, uh, after the healing journey and understanding like the, the grace in this oriental medicine and, and how, you know, the, the circumference of the whole can heal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 you know, my passion was oriental medicine and I, and I, and I wanted to go and learn and I still do. And I still love it. It's still like way deep in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so when hurricane Harvey struck though, um, I was watching the news and I don't watch the news, by the way. I don't generally watch the news, but yeah. I don't know. This one day said, you know, watch, check in with this, watch the news. And, and I recognized that, you know, all these homes were just being so damaged and, you know, there was flooding and, oh God, you know, the, like, how do you help? How do you help these right. people when you feel so distant and so like, I see you through a screen, but I don't, I don't know you. I don't know what you need necessarily. And then it, it reminded me of when, you know, when Andrew and I got married and, and we had this wedding registry, a gift registry. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, and every, every other day we'd receive like this really beautiful kindness at our doorstep and to help us kind of get our life going. Yeah. And, um, and so sometimes the kindness would come from a friend, sometimes a distant relative that we you know, gosh, I, you know, didn't have any thought about them in so long, but here they are. And they're so loving. And it's just such a kind blessing, you know? And so mm-hmm. I thought what made that easy for them to do is because we actually had a list that just shared with them, well, this is the transparent list of what we would really like. Mm-hmm. And and it made it easy for them to, to give it. And so I thought, what about these, these beautiful people who are in the midst of this, you know, storm, what if they could share with us what it is they truly need, like a needs list or a wish list perhaps. And then, and then we could just say, Oh, I've, I've got that. You know, I can, I can help you with that. That's simple. And that's, that's simple. Kind of like you're saying like right. moment to moment, one thing at a time, maybe not the biggest picture, which, you know, if you read the news, it'll say, Oh, this storm costs, you know, however many billions of dollars. Well, that might be true, but at the same time, that puts it into an aspect that's not even approachable yeah. by most people. I can't touch that. I don't have a billion dollars or two billion or three billion. I don't, I don't have anywhere close to that. But mm-hmm. you know what? There's a, there was a woman in need the other, the other day, so, uh, and she, she needed size five to six T, you know, boys' clothes and toys. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I just had a five-year-old. I don't anymore. I have a six-year-old now. So yeah. we, what we have is a bunch of five-year-old clothes. So I can get, that's easy for me to help you in that way. Right. You know, the cumbersome nature of this though, is that this need of hers isn't necessarily being broadcasted um, 
It's not necessarily being broadcasted to the world. It's only being broadcasted into certain populations and certain pockets of her, of her, of her neighborhood or her, 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 her surrounding area. Like, well, what about, what about the people that are in, you know, New York or New Jersey or Minnesota? I, I think they probably have boys clothes too, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and sending them from, via FedEx is, is a simple way to just say, I love you, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, and so the idea was to kind of, create these needs lists and, and, uh, gifts. And so then also sync them to Amazon gift registry or bed, bath and beyond, and then, and then allow that share to be given out. And then eventually, you know, the, the idea expanded of like having volunteers come in because the needs list is sometimes like, I need a, I need a car, I need a boat, or I need help with my home because it's still in, in disarray and full of mold. So, mm. Who, who can help them, you know, but if, if the need, if the need is more transparent and also on a simpler level of like a one step or, or a one action item, I can do that. Right. So, yeah, yeah but here's the, that was the conundrum was I was in the midst of this um, beautiful oriental medicine school and I had one week off to go. Uh, well, we had a week off of school. Mm-hmm. And then in that week was, was this, this whole idea of this platform that came up and I talked to my friend Jessica and I was like, gosh, wouldn't that be so great if we could build this site? And, and, uh, she was on it and she was on board and, you know, other people said, Oh, that's a great idea. How can I help? But then it was time for me to go back to school. And so I, I'm sitting in a, in an acupuncture points class and all I can think about was the hurricane people, you mm-hmm. know, and all I can think about was this platform. And I came home cause I had about an hour before I put, picked the boys up from school and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Blessed Virgin Mother Mary, how do we do this? You know, how do we, how do we do this? It seems like kind of a, a, a big deal versus, you know, I, I'm, I'm, but I'm in school, you know, and, and I kind of just hear, I hear a message that says, we need you on this mm. and you can take a break and you can take a break, you know, from school. And, and I, and I thought, well, you know, they said, you know, try one year try it just for one year. And I'm like, okay. Um, so long story short, I said, Andrew, I think I need to take a break from school. I think I want to work on this project. And he was so loving and kind. He said, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your sweet husband, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, Rachel, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so I go into school the next day and, uh, and, and I was like, you know what? I think I need to take a little break. I don't know what that looks like. And there is no worry. Just as long as you're back in a year, nothing happens. Nothing changes. I'm like, Oh, okay. Thanks. Like how so, perfect um, one year. <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Right. One year. So here we are. And you know, and sometimes not every day is necessarily designated for the project and other days it's just for family and Mm-hmm. You know, but I guess the sentiment is, is always, always be kind to the moment and, and realize you're always in the perfect place and, yeah. and, and uh, you're perfectly planted and, uh, and all is well. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah. Even when there's, even you. when you're not even sure why something is going on, like, why am I even in this gas station right now? I just kind of remind myself there's a reason. Yeah. You no. Know? There's some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a reason. It's supposed to be. Yeah. And what is the name of your nonprofit? It's called uh, Right Here, Right Now. 
and uh yeah yeah right I know that was another one it's going to be called right here right now (laughs) (laughs) okay okay I think because you know it kind of brings you back into the moment of right now what is it your what is the need right now and what is it I can do right now so we're yeah we're, we're still we're still on the in the building phase of the site and trying to raise funds to to do it and mm-hmm. um, continue and continue just spearheading that that momentum. So, oh, I love that. Yeah, thank you. It, so, Darcy, if any of our listeners would like to connect with you to learn more about the things you're speaking of, like whether it's related to health, I know you you were passionate about meditation too, inner voice, or mm-hmm. your nonprofit. How would you like for them to do that? Um, yeah, you can email me. My email is d uh, buyer that's B as in boy E Y E R at R H R now.org. So R like is right here, right now.org. So R H R now.org. Oh, I love that right here, right now. Darcy, this has been so awesome. I love the things you're talking of and sharing. Likewise. You just have so much richness in, um, you know, your connection and sharing what's possible. <laughs> Oh, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. It's such a treat. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. And thanks to oh, Ruth. Oh, my pleasure. I'm really grateful. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you, Ruth. <laughs> thank you to all our people that we come in contact with that are, you know, perfectly planted for our our love of life journey. And and you are you are you are you are you are that. You're yes. you're one of them. So thank you. Perfect. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Listeners, if you would like to stay connected and get updates about Rev with Rachel, please go to www.drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you Rachel's nine happiness and healing essentials, which talks a lot about my favorite tools for healing. And also my new book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You, is now on Amazon. Check it out. It helps you heal and become free from the inside out. And I also have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It is free to download, and you can also subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind and experience, and you can get special push notifications from me with quotes and other messages for your own healing journey. For the links to download and subscribe, go to www.rachelapp.com. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.